Hey, what's going on? Welcome to the Biz Women Rock podcast. I'm your host, Katie Kremitzos. This podcast is perfect for you. If you are hungry to continue growing a business that you love so you can live a life that you get to design. The 2017 Biz Women Rock Retreat is officially open. If you're ready to go big in your business, then this retreat was designed for you. Three days of intense work to get clear on what you really want for your business in the upcoming year. An intimate group of fellow women entrepreneurs just like you who are there to help you mastermind and brainstorm and see things that you can't quite see. Here's what a few of last year's attendees had to say. This Biz Women Rock Retreat set me up for the next year perfectly. I learned so many things about systems and marketing and strategies that I maybe either even knew a little bit about or didn't know anything about. The collection of really intelligent women led by Katie made it so that I could take all of my vision and all of my passion for serving and helping people and turn it into something that was manageable, on time, with a strategy that is easy for me to wrap my mind around. So being around amazing, powerful women that are from all different industries really gives you a different perspective and different ideas that you're not thinking of because you're mired in your own industry. I think the energy that we all bring to each other is uh, in a very sharing environment is just unbelievable. People had ideas that I hadn't thought of. People took my ideas and really validated them. Some people were able to take that idea and jump one more, and that's very useful. Not only will you leave the retreat with a doable action plan that you can implement for this upcoming year, but you'll leave with an intimate group of friends, women who know what this journey is like and are here to be part of your success for the next level in your business. So come join us. The Biz Women Rock Retreat is happening on December 1st through 3rd, 2017 in Orlando, Florida. And it's going to happen in a nine-bedroom luxurious mansion. You can check out all the details and reserve your spot at bizwomenrock.com forward slash retreat. So, hey... Hi, how are you? (laughs) I'm so excited to have you listening to today's show. And before we get into it, I realize that I have completely overlooked giving you a status update about Hurricane Irma that had come through here a few weeks ago. So if you recall a few episodes ago, I had put out a bonus episode that was sort of me in the middle of the storm, literally. And I was really worried. It was like the day before, actually the the day before the hurricane was supposed to hit Tampa, which is where I am. And it was, you know, hours away and I had sort of shared my thoughts on it. So I realized in the continuation of the podcast, I have not let you know that I'm obviously okay. My family is okay and our house is okay. And the, the city was actually totally okay as well. We were really lucky. Hurricane Irma took a last minute shift and um, really lost a lot of power before it hit. So um, my city's okay. And um, I just really appreciate all of the love, the prayers, the hugs, the energy, everything that you sent during that time because it made a world of difference. So thank you so much. We are all okay. 
And I also wanted to share a story with you. I just got back from having dinner with a girlfriend of mine, fellow woman entrepreneur, and we were having this discussion about both of us have had instances recently that have sort of warped us back into our past about 10 years ago, two completely different reasons. But those experiences really gave us an opportunity to say, wow, my life could have gone this way. And this is now what my life actually is, right? And so there's there was like a lot of conversation about the nostalgia of that. And, oh, it could have gone that way. And that would have been really nice in some senses, albeit really templated, if you will, meaning, you know, that was sort of the life I was, quote unquote, supposed to have versus this life that I actually do have. And it really got us into this deep discussion about how this thing called business This amazing vehicle has given us an opportunity to design a life that we love, like to design a life, by the way, that is not typical. You know, like this thing that we do, this running of businesses, this, you know, offering product and services and being the woman on the other end of that who creates that from scratch, that's not the norm. (laughs) The norm is that you go to school, you get a job and you work and put into your 401k and then you retire when you're 60 some odd years old. And that's what you do. You work from nine to five, you come home, you, you know, raise your kids. And my guess is that that's not what your life looks like. (laughs) My guess is that if you are building your business, you're doing it because you just like me, consider yourself somewhat of a salmon. This is what I had told my friend tonight. I go, I kind of see my life as like a salmon. Like I'm a salmon who swims upstream. I don't care that the river is going downstream. I don't care what the direction of the river is. I'm going to find my own way. I'm going to find the way that works best for me. (laughs) It doesn't matter what anything else is doing, right? And I'm going to guess that you have a little bit of that in you too, if not like fully right there. And what it really lit up inside of me is the fact that what you are doing, what I am doing, what we are doing in this game of business, showing up every day, learning how to better ourselves in order to bring in the revenue that we can, in order to impact the people that we really want to impact, in order to make our lives and the lives of the people around us better, that is an incredibly worthwhile journey and probably not one that you expected 10 years ago or 20 years ago or 30 years ago, but it's a very worthwhile one. And I just want to remind you of that because you were probably immersed in the lifestyle of the entrepreneur. And so I just want to honor you for a second for the fact that you do it in the first place. Because when you're mired up in the details, sometimes all you can see is like how every other entrepreneur is doing it. And there's a lot of comparison that can come with that. There's a constant like, oh, I got to be doing more. I want bigger. I want more. And that's awesome. I love that. I love the hunger. But take a second to just really honor the fact that what you are doing is designing a life that you love by using this vehicle of business. And that is so not the norm. It's not the template that you grew up with. And just by doing that, I love you and I honor you. And it is an absolutely worthwhile life and journey to have. And I'm so honored that I get to be here along that journey with you. Okay, 
That will end my rant for today. Let's get into today's show. A quick little backdrop to today's show. I'm actually giving you the insight to a Facebook Live that I did a few weeks ago about packaging because one of the things that I am finding with so many of the clients that I work with, so many of the women who are part of my masterminds, um, so many members of the Biz Women Rock Academy, so many members of the general Biz Women Rock community, are having this pain point of, I'm not bringing enough money in, or I'm having all these, you know, discovery meetings or people being interested in my services, but no one's buying or not enough people are buying. And the deeper I dig, the more I discover it's because what you have to offer is not clear. I call that packaging, how you are organizing your packages so that people can clearly see what it is you have to offer. And during this Facebook Live that I did, I went into very, very deep detail about what that whole concept is about, why it's so powerful to be clear on your packages, and a few examples of different types of packages that might work well for you for you to think about so you can sort of get clear on yours or get even clearer on the ones that you have now, okay? So enjoy today's show. Hey ladies, what's going on? Uh, I'm coming to you today with a very special lesson and a little bit of a rant based on conversations I have been having a lot lately, not only with my one-on-one clients, but within my masterminds and within the Biz Women Rock Academy with people that I've been, you know, other business women that I've been talking to out in the street or at networking events. This is a conversation that seems to be happening a lot. So I wanted to share my thoughts on it with you. I'm just, oh, there we go. I'm just making sure that we're live in the group. As you come on, tell me hi. Let me know that you're here. I'm going to be doing a demonstration during this thing. So as for those of you who have worked with me and get to be on this call with me quite often, you know I'm about to work my whiteboard. So hopefully you can see it correctly. So here's the deal. Um, I want to bring up the conversation of clarity over your packages. Um, there are many conversations that I'm having with so many different types of business businesses that women are running. They're not communicating to potential clients and customers uh, a very cohesive uh, package, if you will. I just call this packaging. Hey, Michelle, what's going on? So I want to start by giving you this scenario about packaging. So, the, and I'm going to explain this story, but the first thing I'm going to do is ask you to think about how do you charge and what do you charge? And are there easy ways that you charge? Or is it easy for someone to say, yes, I want to buy that. And this is how much it is. And this is what I'm getting. Um, or are you kind of a project-based or slash service-based business where coming up with pricing structures and you're giving uh, proposals and things like that, like it's a little bit more of an involved process, which means that it has the potential to be a little bit more vague. So I want you to think about your own uh, your own stuff right now, your own packages, how you charge for things, okay? But to start this, I'm going to start with a, um, a story as a metaphor, so I want you to imagine that you uh, you own a library and you're walking down this, you, uh, you're standing outside your door and you're like, I want more people to come and buy books in my library, right? Well, 
libraries, technically you're not buying stuff. We'll call it a bookstore. Um, I just happen to be at the library. That's why it's fresh on my mind. So you own a bookstore and you're standing outside by the door and you're watching people walk by and you're like, dude, I want people to come in and buy my books. And eventually somebody walks in and they're browsing and you're just so excited that they're there that you're like, oh my God, I've got 8,000 books. What do you want? <laughs> and they're like, um, I don't know. Right. And so two things happen. They browse and they tell you, I'm just looking, let me just browse. Or they get completely overwhelmed by looking at the 8,000 books that they turn around and walk away. Both case scenarios are not immediately awesome because in order to get a sale, you're basically chasing someone. So what happens in the first case scenario, if they're browsing, um, you kind of let them do their thing because that's what you're supposed to do. And then they leave and then you have to go hunt them down and figure out, hey, did I have something that you wanted, right? So that's what, that's sort of like our first case scenario of like what happens, okay? Now I want you to switch up this scene. This is packaging. You own the bookstore. And someone comes in and you're like, yes, I'm so excited. I've got 8,000 books that, that they can buy, right? And they're obviously interested in books. That's why they're here. And all you do is ask the questions, hey, what are you interested in reading? What kind of books are you reading lately? Is there something specific that you're looking for? And they say, as a matter of fact, yes, I'm about to go to Greece. And I really would love to learn about the language and, and know a little bit more about the culture. And then you say, cool, like, um, do you speak any Greek already? No, I'm a total beginner. Like, I would kind of need to know from the beginning. Awesome. And then what you do is you're like, stay here. I'll be right back. And then you go and you bypass uh, 7,997 books and you go right to the international travel section and you pick out Greek 101, uh, conversational Greek, and you pick out, you know, a lay of the land and what you need to know about the people in Greece. Okay. You take these three books and you say, Hey, do these sound like this is what you would want? And they say, Oh my God, this would be perfect. Thank you so much. And you say, great for the three of these, um, or you say each book is X amount of dollars, but for the three of them, I'll give them to you for this much. That is packaging. So I am so happy if you have a gazillion awesome things to offer, if you have 8,000 ways that you can service a client, but it doesn't matter if you can't properly communicate the right package at the right time when they need. So that being said, I'm going to give you a couple of examples of how you can take a look at your packages that you have, how how you're actually charging for things and what you're charging for, um, and how you can tweak things and button up your package a little bit more so that you can properly communicate what it is you, uh, the value that you have and how you can help them, okay? So generally speaking, the pain point comes in at no one is buying my services, no one knows how to buy from me, and no one knows all this sort of stuff. So um, what you can do is you can back into asking yourself, okay, what do I offer? How can I help people? And believe me, I know you're eons beyond this, but um, let's just say you have like five different ways that you can help people back into, well, this is sort of a common project that people are really constantly hiring me for. And then back into, well, how do they most want this stuff? And how can I create those, that special package that's just for them, right? So um, I'm going to give you an example. And I actually already started one up here with a with another client. 
Um, and I've done, I've done this drawing a couple of times lately. So I want you to ask yourself um, if you can itemize out, there we go, if you can itemize out your products and or services and get an idea of how you can package those accordingly, you're going to ask yourself the question, why are people typically coming to me? Like, even if you offer like the full range done for you service, what's, what is out of 10 clients, what is the first, what is the, the initial thing that they're most wanting? Okay. And then that's how you can come up with, well, what should I offer in that package? So if you say I offer, um, I offer, I don't know, let's just say like social media services, right? Well, I, I can do anything on social media for you. Well, ask yourself, well, but what is the big, what are the big questions that my clients typically come to me for? Because even though I can do soup to nuts, generally most of them are coming with this pain point or they want me to do Facebook ads, right? So let me start with, um, some sort, I'm going to give you a couple ways to do, do this. Let me, based on all these clients that I've had, let me come to the table with a Facebook ads package and here's what's included in it. And it is so important for you to write this down because even though you've done it for maybe a handful of clients, maybe a dozen clients, maybe a couple hundred clients, writing it down will get it clear, okay? So let's just pretend you do social media services, but Facebook ads tends to be a big, big revenue generator for you, or it's a big question, um, a big service uh, pocket for you. So a lot of your clients are coming to, to get Facebook ad services done by you. So you want to just say, great, typically this is what I can do under the space of Facebook ads and itemize this out. Here's what I do. Literally, I can purchase X amount of ads for you per month. Um, I can do the management. I'm looking I'm looking and analyzing the analytics, boom, boom, boom. Like, what are you actually doing in that service, okay? And then you take a look at that one service and you say, well, how much, generally speaking, minus ad spend, right? Generally speaking, how much is that service? And then you can start putting a price point on it that actually really makes sense. The value of going through and doing this is that once you have people coming to you for social media services, and they say, I just need Facebook ads, I need Facebook ads, you immediately have a starting point to say, great, well, I can do, this is how I, this is what we can do for you. And this is what that package looks like. So it allows you to immediately know what that package looks like and be able to communicate that effectively. That's one way to do it, okay? Coming up with these different packages based on what clients are asking you for. And I'm not saying that you actually need to go publish these and make them make them visible. Like you actually don't need to be showcasing them in front of your clients all the time. What you can be doing is just knowing in your head, okay, these are typically my packages so that when you're having that one-on-one -on -one conversation with your potential client, you can take from these standardized packages and you can create something for them and you're doing that intelligently, but it gives you a baseline point. Let me give you this example. So I do one-on-one -on -one coaching and strategy. Every single person is different. Every single client that I work with is different. They all have different needs, just a little tweak here, a little tweak there. They all have a different timeline they're working on. Some people want to get in and out and want a VIP session. So they just, they don't even want to waste the time. They want a full day to spend with me to work out some major stuff. Um, and that's that. Some people um, have really big goals that they want to hit, like make sure to hit by the end of 2017. And so that's a specific timeline. Some people are like, dude, I am, I want to get to this goal 
And I think it's going to take me about nine months to a year. And I want you working with me to get this goal, to keep that focus and to really work on this goal. So their timelines are different. Their goals are different. What, how they're working is different. Some people want to meet with me every single week. Some people, you know, every other week, whatever that is. The point being is that literally every person is different. However, I have quote unquote packages in my head. I know that there are typically about three or four different types of ways that my clients can work with me. I have a VIP day option. I have an option to work with me every other week for generally speaking, it's about 10 weeks. I have the option for people to work with me every single week. Uh, I'm sorry. The every other week, typically that's over the course of eight or 10 sessions. I have the, the package that's called meet with me every single week for 10 weeks for a full like deep dive, right? And there's a few more, but like I have these couple different types of packages. I already know what's included and I already know, um, what the specifics are. I already know who the perfect person is for that type of package. So here's what happens. No one else needs to know what those packages are. However, as I'm talking with people who are want to grab, get on the phone with me for 20 minutes and just see like, yes, I'm interested in having a coach and a strategist because I want to do some big things in my business and I just don't know what that would look like. My job is then, then to just ask the right questions. What books do you want to read? What books are you interested in? What are you doing? Right? Those types of questions to then create the per- perfect package for them. Sometimes that is, Hey, you know what? What this sounds like is to do a kickoff session and then a VIP day and then a, and then a follow up session. Right? So I'm, a, I'm able to sort of mishmash different components of my services to create a customized package just for them. But it allows me to veer them into the direction of the package that works best for them. Okay. Do you understand that? So a couple thoughts about that. The last thought that I'm going to give, and I want you to consider this because the more and more conversations that I'm having with project-based businesses, the more often this conversation is coming up. So many people who work in project-based, meaning like you're coming to me because you want this project done. And by, and at the end of it, we're done. And I, you know, the client has paid, paid you a certain amount. You've done the deliverables. Pricing tends to get a little tricky there. And it's not as easy as just a package per se, right? It becomes a little bit more about like, well, how, how am I spending my time doing this um, versus what are the actual expenses that I'm going to be needing to pay out of this proposal? Okay. What I recommend and what I continue to see work really well over and over and over again is creating phases. So, um, I'll give you this example. I am, I'm a website designer and, um, and what you're basically doing is you're coming to me because you want to get a website created and here's what that is, right? That's a project at the end of the project, you, you know, we're done. Okay. So what that could be is, Hey, this is how I work. That's one of my favorite phases phrases. This is how we work based on this initial conversation that we're having. I see this. Um, we basically would work in, we would do this in two phases, for example, um, or three phases. Phase one would be having a full on discovery session, especially for you project and um, service providers, full on discovery session. So I can really get super clear on exactly what you want so that we know how to do our job best, right? So we can over deliver and completely wow you uh, upon delivery. So phase one would include that full on discovery session, right? 
after uh, part of phase one then is delivering the full implementation plan. This is such a good term, the full implementation plan. So many people are coming to you and asking for your service services and they want a full budget and they want like a full uh, project proposal and you don't really even know the full details yet. And so you're sort of, there's this giant vagueness over, well, are these expenses going to be coming in more? Are they going to want more than this? I'm not too sure. Doing an upfront strategy session or discovery call or whatever that is, it's like a deep dive. You can charge for that and it can be part of your phase one. So phase one would be to do all this deep work with the client and so that you could actually itemize out what this implementation plan actually is, okay? And then phase two would be implementing that implementation plan. So this, it gets you out of the conversation of needing to have a full buttoned up plan the moment you start with a client, you can have this discovery session in order to create the plan that you're going to implement, okay? So you can practice by doing these multiple phases. So if you take a look back at, okay, what, how do I do my services and can I do it in phases? And basically my proposal is proposing for each phase. Now you might get a client who says, well, typically what's like, what can I expect? I don't want to get into phase one with you. And all of a sudden phase two is going to be like five times the price that I expected. What you can do is you can give them a range. This is the, this is sort of the best answer that I could give to you. You could give them a range. Well, typically, and this requires that you've tried it before, or if you haven't done it before, you're going to guess and see how it works out. Typically, this is how it's worked. Um, it's this amount of money for the, this is the investment for phase one. And totally depending on what your needs are is, is how we're going to price the implementation plan, uh, to implement, right? For phase two. Typically it's been somewhere between this amount of money and this amount of money based on what I know about you right now. Giving yourself a range gives you so much more freedom to not have to force yourself within a price that you don't know if you're actually going to make money on. Okay. So that is another idea and another way to look at how you're packaging. Okay. So the questions that I'm going to ask you are, how are you packaging your services and your products? Can you shuffle those around a little bit to get a better result? When your money is vague, when your numbers are vague and your uh, packages are vague, your offering is vague, the money that you're going to be bringing in is vague because people don't really know what they're getting when they come talk to you. So this is the way to start tweaking and start getting really clear on what those packages are. So um, just for visibility's sake, um, what I'll do is we talked about creating one type of package according, and by the way, you can change this out. None of this is set in stone. So you could create a package based on like an entry level, like typically here's how my clients work with me. So I'm going to create that package and, uh, and it can change. So then you, you can have phase one, phase two, et cetera. Okay. And basically what you're doing is you're itemizing everything that you, they're getting for within that phase one. And it just saves you from having to really um, know all the details up front because you actually don't know all the details. If you're working with project in project-based business and service-based business, a lot of times you don't know all those details before you go in and you're giving them a proposal. The third suggestion that I can have for you that I've seen work really well for some clients is to create a tool, like some sort of a pricing tool that you only work internally, okay? Bare bones basics, here's what I've seen work. 
a spreadsheet. So for example, if you sort of like charge for your time, like you have an hourly rate and you are doing service work, right? Some sort of service work, you're building a website or you're doing social media services or you're doing marketing services, um, whatever that is, what you could do is you could create a tool that allows you to easily calculate what a price should be for your client. And the easy way to do this is to be able to know what your price per hour is. No one else needs to know this. I'm not a big believer in actually selling per hour pricing. I do not do like it's X amount of dollars per hour of my time. I don't like that because I charge by solution and not by time. Think about that one for a second. But internally, you could know like, okay, here's my hourly rate for what I do. So what you could do is you can itemize on a spreadsheet. Here are typically like the things that my clients are asking me to do. And you could come up with a price point for that. So like, you know, they're asking me to put a video on the homepage of my website. Typically, that takes me about an hour and I charge... I don't know. I charge $150 an hour. So you could easily have the spreadsheet do the math when you're talking to the client and they're like, well, yeah, I want a, um, I'd like a video on my homepage and I'd like, um, you to do this thing here and this thing here and this thing there. Like you can start filling in the items on that spreadsheet so that it ends up giving you an estimate at the end of it about how much time you're going to, you think that you're going to put in huge, huge thing to remember if you're doing something like this is to always, always add a line item for extra time. <laughs> add a line item for extra time. And that could be like, hey, uh, just buffer time of an extra five hours for this project just in case, okay? What you could do then is literally while you're talking to the client, you could start filling out the spreadsheet going, okay, that sounds like that'll be, um, she definitely wants that. She wants that. She wants that. Yes, she wants this. And it's calculating the amount. And then what you're doing is the spreadsheet is giving you an amount and then you could give the client a range. Okay, I think it's going to be somewhere between this amount and this amount. And so then when you actually go to implementation, you're pretty darn confident that you're going to stay within that range. Okay. So, um, Terry is saying, sell the transformation. Yes. Yes. But you need to be able to show people exactly what you're giving them, especially if you're doing like proposal. I don't do proposals, but like there are plenty of people doing project work and they, the person, the client actually wants to see, well, what am I getting for this money? Right? So you want to showcase, you have to show some of those features while you're selling the benefits. Right? Okay. So we went over three things today as it as it relates to packaging. Number one, one tool that you could use is you could look at how you're pricing stuff right now, how, what offers you actually have, like how you service people. Zone in on the one that's most popular, the one that most people need. Start there. You can expand after that. Start there and ask yourself, how can I package that? And how do I come up with a price that would be a great package for that? And this is something that's like, okay, that's the price point that people would want, right? So I'll give you this example. I have a 90-minute strategy session because I have had so many people. This doesn't happen all the time, but over the years, I've had so many people who are like, Katie, can you just sit down with me? Like, I don't need, I don't need you for six months. I need you for just to pick your brain about how to get through this thing. I can't seem to, to look past it, and I need to walk away with something tangible that I can now go do. So I came up with a 90-minute strategy session. Many times, it's a starting place for a lot of my, my long-term clients because they end up seeing the value of that, right? That 90-minute strategy session is packaged at $497, $497. And so someone coming in saying, I think I need your services, if 
what they're thinking is like, I just kind of, I need this short, like I need this solution right now. That is a package that I can say, okay, it's sort of a starter package and here's what the price is and here's everything that you get from it. So number one recommendation is to create a, some sort of a package around the most common thing that you're getting asked for. Itemize out what they get from that, create a price point for it. And you could even create a nice sexy name for it. Okay. The second recommendation is to create um, and look at your services to see if you might be able to implement phased pricing on them. This is most specifically for project work. When somebody's hiring you to basically download their ideas and go do something for them and they're paying you for that. So you could look at what you're doing and look at it in the space of reworking it to make it work in the space of phased pricing, phase one, phase two, possibly phase three, okay? The third strategy that we talked about is creating an internal tool to help you price yourself so that you actually know that you're giving a good proposal, like you know that you're actually gonna make money on a particular client. So you can create an internal tool that allows you to keep real numbers um, that are a lot more realistic. No one else needs to know about this, just you as you're talking to your client and discovering a little bit more about what they need so you can come up with a very realistic number on how to set pricing, okay? Whew, this was a lot of information. Um, Angie's saying, these are all the reasons I love you. You give so much value. Why, thank you. But I gotta tell you, ladies, over and over again, these are the conversations I keep having inside my one-on-one strategy sessions with my clients, inside my masterminds, and inside the Biz Women Rock Academy. Like These are these conversations that keep coming up. So I want to continually come to you and share with you all of this wisdom. So... Those are all of those things. I would love to know how you take these ideas and start tweaking and implementing the packages that you have and how that works for you. If you specifically want to work on your packages, I absolutely have had people come in and just do a 90 minute strategy session with me just on their packages. And the giant benefit to that is when you're clear about your packages and your money, more money starts coming in because it's clear because people know how to work with you and you know how to communicate it. If you need help with this, this is something I can absolutely help with. I have taken so many clients through this process. I am so happy to do that. All you need to do is PM me or comment down below, and I'm more than happy to take a look at what you are doing, and we can have a whole strategy session about it, okay? Ladies, I love you. Please comment below and let me know if this brought up something for you, if you got a good idea, or how you have improved based on some of these tweaks that you've made, okay? Have an awesome day. Bye. Thank you so much for taking the time out to listen to this episode today. I am so grateful that you are here listening. If you want to connect with your fellow listeners and start having more and more business conversations so that you can learn all the intricacies you need to learn about growing a business and growing it purposefully and making it grow beyond what you can possibly imagine... Go connect with thousands of other business owners in the Biz Women Rock community. We have a private Facebook group that is totally free for you at bizwomenrock.com forward slash group. I look forward to seeing you in there.